let a couple of people hop in here. I guess this is the first uh, live show of this type. Just going to rant on a couple of topics and then we're going to hop into some Q&A. We got Harvey Dent in the room. What's up, Harvey? <clears throat> so I'm just going to start. I'm just going to start. All right. So the first thing I want to get into is um, Frankie Edgar. UFC MMA legend Frankie Edgar. There's a, a pic of Frankie Edgar s- circulating around right now of him getting kicked in the face by Cheeto Vera. Of course, that was the finish. It was a brutal front kick. <clears throat> Shut Frankie's lights out. And, uh, you know, there was a still of it. And it's making his rounds on the internet. Basically, like, memes and whatnot. <clears throat> and it's cool and all. You know, having a sense of humor is a great thing. I laugh at stuff all the time. I laugh, I laugh at messed up stuff. I laugh at a ton of MMA topics. But um, let's talk about how great Frankie Edgar was. You know, Frankie Edgar is, uh, I think he's one of the all-time greats of mixed martial arts. Um, He had a crazy skill set. Frankie had, like, really, really crisp, awesome boxing, especially for the time. Very technical. Um, Just an all-around complete fighter. Uh, Frankie had solid wrestling. um, Really great fight IQ. And uh, probably above all, um, just crazy heart, will, and determination, <clears throat> you know? So obviously he's slowing down. He's racking up the losses. His record has been like pretty spotty. And uh, I think he's like 40 years old right now. <clears throat> and it happens. You know what I mean? It happens. Like the greats, they get old, they age out, they start losing to like the up and comers. And it's a sad fact of, uh, you know, combat sports. It happens in all combat sports pretty much. So, yeah, you know, it's not like the memes are rub- rubbing me off the wrong way. <clears throat> but I see like, you know, some of the younger generation, uh, some of the, the newer fans, you know, maybe poking a lot of fun at Frankie and, um uh, you know, it's uh, it's kind of sad to me, like, when you have, like, some of the, the newer generation that doesn't really understand how great some of these guys were, you know, and they should be celebrated. And I'm not a party pooper. I mean, I la- like I said, I laugh at stuff all the time. But, you know, I figured um, let's balance things out and talk about how great Frankie Edgar was. You know, he was undersized. He overcame the odds many times. And, um, yeah, he was super skilled, but like, I think the number one attribute to Frankie Edgar was that guy's heart, man, that guy's heart and his determination, wild, wild off the charts. So yeah, that's, that's it with, uh, Frankie Edgar. I just wanted to kind of touch on the legend a little bit and there's that. So, uh, moving on, moving on, let's now talk about Francis Ngannou, (laughs) snubbing uh, Cyril Gaon and um, and I guess his old coach and his team. <clears throat> and that's being talked about right now. So it was funny. I mean, I, I think people are making a bigger deal of it than what it is. It's like these guys are going to fight. So some fighters 
are chummy chummy and friendly with uh, guys they're going to compete against and um <clears throat> with guys that, that they have a history with you know francis and cyril gone were like former sparring partners i'm uh, not quite sure how long they train but um they know each other quite well well fairly well i should say that and you know i mean where is it written that these guys have to be friendly with each other before they fight? You know what I mean? <clears throat> Francis may be the type of guy that he got to shut emotions out. You know, um, the friend BS, it's it's not a factor until after the fight. And some guys are like that. Some guys are like that. They need that to, to be mean in the fight. <clears throat> they need that to win. They need that to not feel sorry for their opponent. And maybe Francis is like that, you know. Um, <laughs> Nas says that was so gangster of Ngannou. I'm reading the comments. <clears throat> it was pretty gangster. It was it was cold. It was cold. He was cold as ice, as as uh, Rick James says or used to say. Yeah, I mean, it it was um, a big a hot topic right now in the MMA community. Like people were getting off Francis, like, oh, he shouldn't have did that. It's like, who cares? Like these guys are gonna punch each other in the face and knock teeth out and cave their faces in potentially like oh wow like he didn't see anything to gone like big deal like and i also think that he had um a bad falling out with um his old coach so that maybe it wasn't even directed to cyril gone maybe he just didn't want to look in that direction so there's that but my honest opinion about it i didn't think it was a big deal i think it was very normal especially when you're going to fight somebody so those are my thoughts on that one. <clears throat> next topic, next topic. This is a big one. This is a big one. I'm not going to rant for too long because I want to get into like the Q&A and, and uh, talk with you guys uh, on the live right now. But uh, Hamza Chimaev versus um, Kamar Usman. This one's definitely being talked about. Now, I put up a video um, just today, actually. Uh, basically discussing if Hamza Chemayev is ready to fight Usman. You know, is he ready? He's been crushing it in the UFC. He's got like four fights, dominating performances. The guy like barely even got touched. He's he's looking like a damn animal. And uh, people are already talking about Hamza Chemayev versus Usman or, uh, you know, being as bold as saying that Hamzat Chemayev is going to be Kamar Usman, which is even wilder. But I, honestly, I can't blame people thinking that because like logically it doesn't make sense. And I don't really want to rehash what I put up in the video. Anybody that wants to check it out, it's on the channel right now. <clears throat> but you could logically look at this thing where Hamzat's basically like a newcomer to the UFC. He has 10 fights total, 10 and 0, perfect record. Um, all finishes, crazy impressive, regardless if he's fighting uh, lower tier guys. He's not even getting touched in these fights. And, you know, if you logically look at it, it's kind of like, eh, how could you even say <clears throat> that he'll pose any threat to Kamar Usman, who has like five title defenses. He's battle tested and proven in the UFC already, you know, fighting elites, beating elites and looking dominant. That's that's the logical brain thinking, but how about your gut instinct? How about just what you're looking at, period? Like, my personal opinion, Hamzat Chimeyev is an animal. 
And he's got a crazy skill set. This guy is um an elite, elite wrestler. Like, like his credentials for wrestling, spectacular. He's been doing it his whole life. He's been training various martial arts his whole life. Um, to my understanding, very rough upbringing. The guy is like super mentally strong. Like he's just a warrior. And yeah, he's a new Jack. But if you look at his skill set, especially compared to Usman, like he's kind of tailor made to give Kamar Usman like big issues. You know, he um he might have better wrestling than Kamar Usman. There's a strong argument for that. So it's like um Usman's gonna compete against a guy who like where Usman's wrestling may not be a big factor. You know. <clears throat> And as far as the stand-up, man, Hamzat, I seen previous fights of his, and um, <clears throat> he he's looking good. I got asthma, guys. Excuse me. Trying not to cough on, in the mic, <clears throat> but um, yeah, he got that that um, knockout against GM three. I think that's his name. Yeah, took him out. I mean, that was like super quick. And go go to YouTube and uh, look at some of his older fights. I mean. You could see he got pretty solid stand-up. And I don't even think we've seen the extent of it. That That's the scary part. So if his if his stand-up is almost as good as his ground game, like, wow, this dude is going to just continue to do damage in the UFC. And going back to, like, his skill set versus Usman, <clears throat> you know, Kamaro may be, it may be like a stalemate in the wrestling. And then it comes to the stand-up. You know, we already know that Kamar Usman has knockout power, but obviously so does Hamzat Chimaev. He displayed that. And these guys are kind of like tough style matchups for each other. They're like almost mirror problems for each other. Because you got Usman, who's a physical beast who can wrestle his butt off. And that may neutralize Hamzat's wrestling. And then what happens? Like, Chimaev has to stand with Usman, who has knockout power, and who's getting better and better every fight. So it's it's super exciting to think about these guys fighting. And I'm going to stop ranting in a sec. Um, like I said, I put a video up. I wanted to get opinions out there. Is Hamzat Chimaev ready right now? Or should he have a couple of more fights? Uh, work his way up the ladder a little bit? Like, two or three more fights? Like, fight some elites? And um, <clears throat> I think the the fight with uh, Gilbert Burns is, I think it's a done deal. So we get to see what he does against Gilbert Burns. I may be mistaken. Don't quote me on that. But I but I think those guys are going to scrap. And um, that's a that's a great gauge. We're going to see what he does against Gilbert Burns. So that's it for those topics, uh, guys. That's it for those. Um, let's get into the Q&A. I got like about close to half an hour to, to chat with you guys. I'm going to scroll up the comments. So we got Karim in the room. What's going on, Karim? We got Nost. Uh, so Gangster Vengano. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, totally, bro. <laughs> Harvey Dent, of course. Harvey says, I think Cyril Gan, uh going to have fun with him when they get into the octagon, though. Um, Cyril Gan is so damn skilled. He might be like the most skilled stand-up striker in the UFC heavyweight division we've ever seen. Harvey, um, going through some of the previous comments, guys, bear with me. Um, Harvey says, I think Hamzat would KO Usman on the feet. Usman striking still look not great against Kobe. Improved striking, but we overreacted to Usman's improvements. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, Usman is definitely not 
an expert striker yet. Um, that sounds crazy to say him being a UFC champ and all, but they were just talking about Kamaru Usman versus Adesanya, and I'm looking at Usman's stand-up, and I'm like, Izzy would chew him up on the feet. You know, watching that um, Kobe versus Usman rematch, I'm like, yeah, Kobe had success, and Kobe had success when he stopped being afraid, when he stopped hesitating, um, and he just went for it. He's like, F it. I think it was like in the third round. He was getting beat up anyway. He was getting hurt. And he just went for broke, and he was effective. He was effective. So, um, yeah, definitely saw some chinks in the armor. I mean, I was thinking about Jorge when I was watching that fight, man. Jorge totally dropped the ball in that in that rematch. Uh, Masvidal got really dangerous, slick stand-up. And um, he didn't respect Kamaru Usman's power or his improvements. And he got caught. He got caught in a real bad way. But Usman definitely has some holes that could be exploited. Nas, nah, so let me see. What do you think of Ian Gary? He's there to be Hitman. I've been iffy on him before, but his debut, his head uh, lives on the center line. Um, <clears throat> is that the McGregor? Is that the guy who looked up to McGregor? I didn't catch his fight. I'm going to have to check him out, and I'll get back to you, Nas, <clears throat> if, it's, if it's that guy. Montreal, what's up, Montreal? Uh, Hamzad is overrated. He has been beaten the likes of uh, Jorge Burns, Wonderboy, Willie, nor Leon. To think he beat Usman and Covington, he might be well-rounded, but it will translate. But will it translate with elite fighters? <clears throat> Montreal says, I think it's a mixture of recent recent C bias and people not liking the fact that Usman is champion. It's probably a little bit of that. A little bit of both, man. I mean, we talk about it on the channel. I know I, I throw the term out there. It's the new syndrome. It's like anytime somebody's new on the scene, matter of fact, not even a fighter. It could be like a movie, a movie, an actor, like anything new is better. I mean, that's, that's just how it is with everything. And people forget, you know, um, how how good, you know, things were in the past or or previous fighters or it kind of applies to everything. It's just definitely that new syndrome. Um so maybe a mixture of both, Montreal. Yeah, man. Um I, I'm with you, man. Like, you know, when I talk about Hamzat, I'm just talking about like my gut, like a hunch, man, you know? Um, based off of like what I'm looking at in his fights, I'm like, man, this dude's like scary. But again, throwing out that word logically, you know what I mean? Logically speaking, it's like to think that he beats Usman is crazy. You know, we definitely got to see more. <clears throat> All right, let's see what we got here. Again, some people in the room. Uh, let me see. Randy says, I'd like to see, what's up, Randy? I would like to see Michael Chandler versus Conor McGregor. That would be, that would be pretty fire. That would be a great fight. Um... Chandler definitely has the tools to beat Connor, especially if he wrestles and grapples. Chandler's a beast on the ground. Um, he got submissions. It wouldn't be far-fetched or crazy to see him tap out Connor at all. Even though I think Connor's uh ground game in his uh BJJ is underrated. Um, I think when he's he's fresh and he has um a full gas tank, he's he's pretty solid. He's pretty solid. Um but Chandler's gonna get him into conditioning. Chandler's going to get him in the strength and the brute force, the horsepower. The only thing I think, <clears throat> I think Connor has more refined striking. I just think he's an overall better striker. So I think Connor would most likely have the edge on the feet. 
Um, they they could beat each other. They definitely could beat each other. I would love to see that fight. That would be a great one. It might play out similar to uh, McGregor versus Mendez. Might play out very similar to that. But I think um, <clears throat> I think Chandler's more dangerous than Mendez though. Bach says, what's up, Bach? Usman is never fighting Hamzat. He will duck him. Oh, shots fired, bro. <laughs> shots fired. Randy says, uh, Michael Chandler versus Habib uh, would be a good fight, too. That would that would be a great style matchup, definitely. For those of you guys who are just hopping in the room, um, I kind of did like a show format. I had like a few topics I touched on at the beginning of the live. I'm going to leave it up. Uh, if you guys want to just replay it live later on, uh, if you're bored, you got nothing to do, feel free. Thanks, guys. Um, right now, we're just doing like Q&A. If you guys kind of dig this format, I'll do more of these. Uh, Box says, Gaethje will never be champ, way too hittable, and I think his wrestling's overrated. Dustin or Charles will beat him, <clears throat> and even Benny D. Gaethje does get into like these scraps and wars, and you you definitely can't do that forever. That's a damn fact. Uh, Gaethje's like a damn god of war. <laughs> this guy this guy loves to scrap, but <clears throat> it's not conducive to your career, definitely. And he stopped. He kind of was trying to change it up, but it seems like for this Channer fight, he let the dog out in him, and uh, he rever- he reverted back to the old school Gaethje, but. Man, you can't do that forever. And as far as the wrestling, um, I think the skill is there, Bach, but I think the wrestling saps his conditioning. So that's probably why he just doesn't utilize it, kind of like Yoel Romero. But who knows? Who knows? Harvey says, did you watch Canelo versus Plant? Uh, if so, what did you think? I thought Plant did a damn good job. I call clips of it, Harvey. I, I want to like actually sit and watch it. But, um, you know... Canelo's a beast, man. I mean, to me, he he's a thick guy. Like, he's a strong dude. But, you know, he kind of looked... Am I crazy for thinking he looked undersized? I mean, Plant looked, he definitely looked bigger than him. Like, his frame and everything. And, um, yeah, it seemed like a great fight. I want to, like, fully, like, sit down and watch it, though. Um, that finish is pretty brutal, though. Canelo hits hard, man. He's, he hits real hard. He hits hard, and his skill level just keeps him increasing. Uh, let me see. Harvey says Connor's looking to return in April, May, and he said that he's down when Chandler called him out on Twitter. Wow! So that's a thing that might happen. Holy shit! <clears throat> that's crazy. Um, yeah, Chandler's kind of a bad matchup for Connor, but in a weird way, he's a good matchup. You know, Box says the thing is with Hamzat at welterweight is his size and physicality. He also has power in his hands and good striking. That's all true. I don't see anyone beating him at welterweight. He's a beast. He's a beast. What's up, Am? Uh, Harvey Dent. Uh, Randy says, huh? Oh, that's the Harvey. Am says it's time for Frankie, for Edgar to retire. <clears throat> yeah, Am. I was just talking about that uh, earlier in the live with the whole, the new format with the different topics. And uh, Frankie should hang it up. Frankie should hang it up. Hang it up. It's been an amazing run, but... It sucked. I mean, he's been losing a lot. His record has been not great. And yeah, he was winning up until he got kicked in the face. But like the end result is you got knocked out, man. You got sent to the shadow realm, you know, so it sucks to see legends go through that, you know, when they they hang around too long. And um, yeah, I think Frankie's he's pretty much at that level right now. 
Harvey says, but if Canelo wants a tough challenge, he should fight. Uh, cannot pronounce that man's name. <laughs> Beater Biev. Uh, but Canelo's smart enough to not do that. He'd get put to bed, granted, chin or not. Ooh, I got to do my research on that guy. Randy says a martial artist called DKU uh, thinks he could beat anyone in the UFC. Interesting. I never heard of him, Randy. I would love to check him out and see what he's what he's made of. Tail says, what's up, Tail? Anyone else taking those bombs from <clears throat> Chandler would have been out cold. Bro, I cannot argue with that. <laughs> I cannot argue with that. Chandler hits like a truck. That dude is like a mini Hulk. He's a he's a strong dude and he hits really hard. Gaethje, man, he had, he had Gaethje hurt. I feel like if Chandler would have been a little bit more patient and played his cards a little bit better on the feet, he could have probably got Gaethje out of there. Um... He um he got a little reckless, man. He should have also utilized more more uh, wrestling, you know. I know Gaethje was like saying whoever shoots is like a punk or whatever. Like, um, actually he said bitch, <laughs> but um, you know that was his mind games from Gaethje basically, just just trying to remove the grappling and wrestling from Chandler, and, and Chandler kind of fell for it, even though he was the first guy to shoot, if I remember. But if he would have shot in on Gaethje often and spam takedowns, like mix it up, I think he would have had a lot more success because uh, that's how Habib was able to tire him out. And I'm not saying that Chandler has the same kind of control that Habib does, but I think he would have been more effective. <clears throat> AM says, uh, Canelo will always be undersized at 168. Yeah, he, he definitely looked undersized. I'm not saying he's not powerful. He's strong as hell, but... Um, it's, it's definitely like an uphill battle for him, which is like a testament to how badass he is. Uh, let me see. Bach. How about my boy, Bobby Green beating, uh, Iaquinta, Iaquinta or Iaquinta. He might be on the January card in Anaheim too. I recommend everyone watch the UFC origin segment they did on Bobby. I'm going to check it out. <clears throat> I'm going to check it out. Bach. Bobby's a gangster, bro. I can't say that I've always been a fan of him. Sometimes, like, I don't know, some of the stuff he said and some of his behavior, I don't know, I don't know. He rubbed me the wrong way a little bit, but um, he definitely has grown on me. And um, his his history is pretty inspirational how far he's come considering um, what he's been through in his background, you know, pretty inspirational. And he seems like he's maturing as his career progresses. He's getting He's getting better and more dangerous, man. So, like, props to Bobby Green. Raging now had a chance to win that, but ring rust, man. He's been out the game for a little bit. Um, I don't know if he was out due to an injury. I think he was. <clears throat> not quite sure. But um, not taken away from Bobby Green, but Raging now is definitely better than that. I don't know where he goes from here. He needs to like reevaluate some things. And um, if he's going to come back, like you got to be on point, man. Uh, especially, you know. He took that fight against Bobby Green, man. Bobby Green is dangerous. <clears throat> that dude's very athletic. Ricky, what's up, Ricky? Dustin, Eddie Gaethje, and Chandler have put on some incredible fights between the four of them. Absolutely, man. They, I'm pretty sure they won a lot of win bonus money. <laughs> Box says, um, Chandler reminds me of Johnny Hendricks, but Hendricks had better wrestling. I agree with that. I agree with that. 
Harry says Chandler won the first, lost the second, and was winning the third, but decided to just get purpose uh, to get hit purposely to lose a fight, and wasted his time doing tornado kicks. That was low, a low IQ move. <clears throat> Definitely had his moments, and um, you know, he uh, he dropped he, uh, you know, to say he dropped the ball kind of takes away from uh, Gaethje, but I don't know. <clears throat> Blue, what's up, Blue? My boy Blue, uh, Jurassic Park reference right there, guys. Uh, Blue says, I want to see rematch for Justin Gaethje, Michael Chandler, five round. Ooh, that would be crazy. But you know what, Blue? I think they need a break, bro. I think if they, if they fight like that again in a sh- this short amount of time, they're probably going to die. I'm just kidding, but ho- hopefully not. Um, but yeah, they probably need like a little break because that, that was a crazy fight. They probably took years off of their life for that one. It was one of the most entertaining, fun fights I've seen, though. No doubt about that. Torrance says, uh, boy, did Justin uh, G. Chandler steal the show? They did, man. They spoiled us, Torrin. They spoiled us, man. Randy says, uh, Michael Chan- uh, Michael versus Justin was a war. I'd like to see them fight again. Yeah, man. Everybody would, but, oh, man, I don't know. I don't think they'll book a rematch right away. I think I think Justin will catch a fit if they do that. But later on down the line, it'll definitely be fun. Torrance says um, uh, Edgar, Edgar should really consider retirement duty. Got knocked out twice by Corey Sanhagen and Cheeto. Yeah, Torrin, um We were just talking about that a little earlier, bro. Um, agree, agree. He has nothing, nothing else left to prove. If they give him one more fight against somebody like on his level right now, <clears throat> I wouldn't be mad. Like a winnable fight. Um, Frankie's maybe like <clears throat> maybe like 80% of himself. Maybe 75%. And that missing 25% is making a difference. So it sucks. It sucks. But props to Cheeto Vera. That's just the way it goes, man. You know. Harvey says people are saying, <clears throat> excuse me. People are saying Justin versus the winner of Charles versus Dustin, but that makes no sense. It should be Benil versus Islam for the next title shot. We're going to forget about Benil. Benil's been putting in work. Benil has been putting in work, man. It's it's a weird, tricky situation at lightweight. Uh, Justin had his shot. You're right. Maybe he should sit out one. He should sit out and um, maybe maybe get next. Uh, Torrance says Justin G should not get winner of Charles and Dustin. They should do number one contenders match between Justin G and Islam. Ooh, Justin Justin Gaethje and Islam will be fire. <clears throat> I got a feeling that Islam would would Habib him though. Till the tape. Uh, oh wait, we got Wolf in the room. Sorry, Wolf. I, I my bad, bro. I didn't mean to skip you over, Wolf. Gaming says, sup, man. Sorry, I haven't hopped on the lives recently. Been busy with work in college. Nah, dude, I, I get it, man. Um, anytime you guys make the time to watch videos, comment, or hop on lives uh, is super humbling. And um, I really appreciate it, man. I don't expect anything from you guys, you know, but greatly appreciate the time and the support and stuff like that, man. It's all good. It's all good. We're, we're all busy. You know what I mean? We all got lives. <clears throat> Marcus in the house. What's up, Marcus? Region hasn't been the same since that fight with Donald Cerrone. That's right, bro. Cerrone put a clinic on him. That's you're right. That was a beatdown. Um, 
I I um I had a feeling Cerrone was going to take him out. Uh, I did the breakdown for that one, and we all know, like, man, you could pick a fight right, you pick a fight wrong. That's the name of the game with with uh, MMA. It's so difficult to predict these fights, but um, so many variables. But on that particular one, um, I got I got that one, and um, Cerrone, and it went exactly how I thought it was. Cerrone just pieced him up. Cerrone just pieced him up. Blue says Kobe Covington better than his friend Ori Masvidal, but we want to see his match with uh, big fans. Kobe's a beast. Um, definitely think he's probably number two in the division. I think Jorge's really good. I think Jorge, um, he's gotten some credit in 2019, but I don't think he gets the full credit. I think he's gotten he's gotten really good, man. He's gotten he, Jorge's gotten very dangerous. He's coming to his own, but. That window's closing. I think Jorge's like, I think, 36 now, you know? So statistically, guys start fading like around this age, little by little. So, but and then then again, look at Glover, <clears throat> you know? But um, I think I think Jorge could beat Kobe. I think Jorge could definitely beat Col- uh, Kobe Covington. Um, I think it's more of a bad matchup for Masvidal than the other way around, though. But I think Jorge can knock him out. That's my honest opinion. I think Jorge has more dangerous stand-up than Kobe. And Jorge got good defensive wrestling, man. He he stuffed a lot of takedowns from Usman in the first fight on short notice. And with a crazy weight cut. And, um, you know, in the second fight, I don't really remember the, the stats on that. But I think he stuffed takedowns on that one as well. And um, Jorge's been wrestling for a long time. You know, he's he's... I think he has underrated defensive wrestling. He knows how to wrestle. And if he gives Kobe enough enough fits to uh, keep it on the feet long enough, who knows? <clears throat> Torin's the fact machine, baby. Torin is the fact machine. Um, Torin, Torin with the data right here. Uh, Jorge turns 37 this month. Wow, 37. Torin says, Slam, are you joking? My guy Kobe would destroy George. Nah, I'm not joking at all, bro. That's what they were saying about Askren, too. But, you know, Jorge sent him to the shadow realm. So, you know, anything can happen, man. Um, Masvidal got really... He's tricky, man, on the feet. And people should not sleep on him. Uh, You know, they they throw, like, this term with Masvidal called journeyman. He's not a journeyman. He fought for the title. Like, by definition... If you look up the term journeyman, it, it doesn't apply to Masvidal by definition. If you fight for the title and you're a contender, you're not a journeyman. And if you look at his record, he's beat some really good people. There's like some uh, champs on his record that he's beaten, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, future or former, um, definitely just fought a who's who like throughout his MMA career and, and more than held his own. So I just I don't think it's going to be a squash match at all. I, at all between Masvidal and Kobe. I, I I would favor Kobe Covington, but I don't think it's going to be a squash match. I think it'll be like what with Jorge's danger factor on the feet. I mean, for me, it'll be 60-40 Kobe Covington. But I would not count him out. Mancho says if Connor was a middleweight fighter, how do you think he would do against Rockhold Bisbing and the rest of from 2013 till uh he will leave that weight class. I think he would be champ at middleweight. No, I don't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Connor's too. Uh, oh man, Connor. Are we talking about Connor if he bumps up like 
too middleweight like current Connor or like or like if he was the same size of these guys and a middleweight a true middleweight because if he was a true middleweight he could probably do really well but he's just too small he doesn't have the frames to compete at middleweight like that I think if he if he blows up um it's gonna affect like his speed his timing his precision and um timing is a big thing with Connor and um, obviously his speed and explosiveness. And yeah, you could get bigger, you get jacked, but it's going to tra- change your style as a fighter and your attributes. <clears throat> Let me see. Wolf said, I think Masvidal is more of a gatekeeper. Torrance says, Slam, how do you like a potential match between Tony Ferguson and Chandler? How do you see that fight going? Uh, uh, that's a cool fight. I, I like that fight. Um. I'm just concerned about Tony, bro. Like, I love Tony Ferguson. I'm not quite sure if Tony is, like, really past it or not. That's what concerns me. And Chandler hits really hard, man. Um, Tony took such a bad beating from Justin Gaethje. Unnecessarily. I don't even think that um, Tony had to take that kind of damage. It's just, like, the way he fought that fight. And he got he got battered, man. Um, and uh, I would hate to see Tony take... Um, you know, uh, crazy shots for like a bunch of rounds again against Chandler. But if we're talking like prime Tony Ferguson, like at his peak, like super durable and just like a savage with the same reflexes and speed and his skill set, man, that would be a great fight. Uh, quickly thinking about it, man. Um, I mean, Chandler got great conditioning. And one of Tony's attributes, uh, strategies, he likes to wear guys out. I don't know if he'll be able to wear, uh, like, prime Chandler, like, prime versus prime, like, hypothetically speaking. But I think Tony offers more in defeat. I think he's more durable than Chandler, prime versus prime. Um, he probably has, like, more to his game overall. If they were to fight prime versus prime, and this is my opinion, I got to give the edge to Ferguson. 5545. That's just me. Guys, uh gotta cut this one a little bit short. Um what 36 almost 40 minute live. Uh this is like a little bit different format. It was kind of like topics in the beginning with the QA. You guys could, like I said, if you have time and you want to uh check out the earlier portion of the live, it's gonna be up. You guys rock. You guys are the best. Love having these conversations with you guys and these debates is all love always. And, um, you know, you guys have a great night or day and I will catch you guys on the next one. All right. Later, guys.